0: Welcome to the Live by Design podcast. I'm your host, Kate House. Join me each week as we come together as a community, sharing how we strive to live each day with intention, with a special focus on cultivating joy and practicing gratitude. Together, let's live by design, not default. Thank you to everyone who's taken the time to rate the podcast. I'd love to feature your reviews in a future episode. So if you're finding that the show adds quality to your day, I'd be so appreciative if you take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the show right now. And as a thank you, if your review is read aloud in a future episode, your next cup of coffee is on me. Hey friends, if you tuned in this week to my full length episode, episode number seven called Do Vision Boards Work or Are They Too Woo You'll know that I can just talk about vision boards for forever. And because of that, when I sat down and recorded that episode, it got entirely too long. So for this week's bonus episode, I am dropping the 10 steps that you have to take in order to create a vision board that actually works. So my hope is that Monday's episode encouraged and inspired you and motivated you to create a vision board. And today's episode is all about how to go about making that happen. So without further ado... Let's go. What are the 10 steps to create a vision board that actually works? (laughs) So we've already reviewed that the foundation of any good vision board is that it is aspirational and attainable, and that the three things that it must be is reflective of you and your one-year goals, visually pleasing, and it has to be placed somewhere that you see it every single day. So now for the nuts and bolts. So step one is to listen to episode four of my podcast, which is called you're worthy of pursuing big goals. And my hope is that this episode will make you excited to set big audacious goals for your life. And then I want you to listen to that week's mini meditation episode number four called visualization. And in it, you're going to visualize your life in 10 years time. And once you're done the meditation, I want you to jot down everything you thought of for your 10 year future self, and then distill it down into 10 year goals and then five year goals. So what do you need to do in five years to reach these 10 year goals? And then distill it again, one more time down into your one year goals. So that is step number one. And this process You're going to want to set aside a couple hours. I want you to truly do not skip step number one of setting your goals, because if you don't set your goals, then none of this matters. (laughs) Honestly, none of this matters. You can make a vision board. It can be pretty, whatever, but none of this matters. This will not work if you do not sit down and do the work of setting your goals. Okay, enough fire. Step number two is that I want you to complete the IIN circle of life exercise. I've mentioned this before, but it is an exercise that I learned during my health coaching training program. And it's just this very easy and incredible tool to very quickly see what is in balance and what isn't in your own personal life. So I'll drop a link to that in the show notes over at missgatehouse.com podcast, as well as below, and then you complete your circle of life all on your own. And then after you do so, just do a little quick journaling about each of the 12 sections Actions, and what your response showed you. So maybe in a certain section, you're like, wow, I actually feel really good in this area. And I didn't realize that before doing this exercise, Or maybe in a specific area, you're like, oh yeah, like my home cooking is kind of crappy lately. I've been ordering a lot of takeout in the name of helping my local community, which by the way, is a great thing to do, but home cooking is also a lot healthier for you. (laughs) And so do a little journaling about each section and just see what it brings up for you. Because when you craft your vision board, you're going to keep your one-year goals in mind, as well as these responses to your circle of life. Because if you're not taking care of your mental and your emotional and your physical health then these dreams don't matter because you have to have your health in order to chase these dreams. And so whatever that looks like for you, maybe you need to focus more on getting good sleep or you need to eat foods that, as Rachel Hollis says, to eat foods that bless your body. Maybe you need to drink 100 ounces of water a day. I don't know. But I want you to keep in mind what your circle of life exercise said as you also think about your one-year goals that you put on your vision board. Step number three is very important (laughs) before you do anything else with your vision board. You have to go on your computer or on your phone and print off or order online photos of yourself, photos of yourself from the time when you were proud of yourself or when you felt vivacious and joyful, or you felt excited about something that you were pursuing or accomplishing because your vision board is unique to you. And it is a visualization exercise of of tangible expression of this future life that you are working towards every single day. And so you need to freaking be on your vision board. Do you hear me? (laughs) Do not cut out pictures of some aesthetically beautiful person from a yoga magazine and stick it on your vision board because that person isn't you. They're awesome in their own right, but you have to be on your vision board I don't want you to look at your vision board and see this representation of quote unquote beauty according to our society that isn't true to who you are because this vision board isn't about what you look like. This vision board is about how you feel. And so I want you to put pictures of yourself on your vision board of when you felt your best, your most courageous, your bravest self, your most accomplished, your happiest, your most joyful, whatever there is something that is coming to mind for you right now of a moment when you are really just your best self. So I have put pictures of myself on my vision board from when, um, from when Dennis and I crushed a half marathon, I think it was in like 2015, 2016. We ran this race just perfectly. We were, we felt strong. We were well-trained. We ran it in a negative split, which means that every mile, was a little faster than the one before. So the second half of the race was faster for us than the first half and the weather was perfect. And we just freaking dominated the day. We ran it together and it was just an incredible experience as a couple and personally as a runner. That picture goes on my vision board sometimes more than once. It might be on one vision board and then a couple years later it might come back again because that is a moment I'm really proud of. Think of a moment like that from your own life. And that's what goes on your vision board and print off pictures of your best friends and print off pictures of your family. Dennis and our boys are always on my vision board and my family and my best friends, because why do I want to see some stranger smiling at me from my vision board when I could have my best friends in the world? smiling at me and encouraging me and reminding me to call them and to text them and to stay in relationship with them because that is a core value of who I am and what I'm all about are these friendships and these relationships. And that is where I find a lot of joy. And that is life-giving energy from those friendships and those relationships. So those are the people that need to be on your vision board. So before you do anything else, order those photos Pick them up safely from the store, get them mailed to your house, or print them off on your computer, but you have to include these images of yourself and the people you love. If you don't do this, it's not worth doing your vision board. Step number four is to print off your circle of life exercise, and I want you to glue it to the back of your vision board. So I always make my vision boards on a poster board because they hold up well over time, So put the date and the month on the back of your vision board because it's super fun. You might think you're going to remember when you did this vision board five years from now, but you're not. (laughs) So put the date and put your circle of life exercise on the back because your circle of life exercise is going to influence what you put on your board. And it's also just really fun to go back and look at in a number of years and see where you were now and where you are then. All right, step number five is the really fun part, if you ask me, this is when you're going to collect images from magazines or print them off from your computer that are inspiring to you. But most importantly, they have to align with your circle of life responses and your one year goals. And above all, I want you to pick things that are inspiring to you and aesthetically pleasing because after all, my recommendation is that you hang this vision board for an entire year. And I want it to be pretty, (laughs) so we're going to include some white space to let it breathe like I mentioned before, and I'll drop photos of my past vision boards in the show notes so you can check out what I mean. If you're like, Kate, what do you mean by a vision board breathing like you're crazy? No, I swear, (laughs) just leave some white space so there is room for your eye to move around this canvas that you're creating, this vision board that you're creating. And so I want you to pick items that are beautiful. And I want you to pick items that are in line with your goals. For example, I always cut out a bunch of pictures of houseplants and flowers because I love having houseplants in my home and I love having fresh cut flowers, whether I got them from the grocery store. And not only are they something that I like to incorporate in my day, so having them on my vision board reminds me to do that, but they're also just really pretty (laughs) and that's awesome for your vision board. I've created an entire checklist of items for you to pick up when you're working on your vision board. So that way you can have all the supplies that you need. And when you sit down to do this, you don't have to be interrupted by like, oh crap, I don't have tape or I don't have glue or whatever the case might be. And so I'll drop a link to that in the show notes over at misskatehouse.com slash podcast, where you can just download this guide and get the entire checklist for yourself. So I'll put all of these steps in the guide, as well as all of the supplies that I recommend. And I'll include a list of my favorite magazines. So there are just magazines like um, like Joanna Gaines's Magnolia Journal, for example. I am subscribed to it and I always save all of the, all of the magazines. And normally I am a recycler of things where I pass it on to other people, but I always save this magazine because it is full of beautiful images and inspiring words and things that just resonate with me. And so I save on, I save them. And every year when I go to make my next vision board, I have four Magnolia journals saved up that I've already read, that I've already enjoyed, and then I can very freely and without any guilt of not having read them because I've already taken them in, I can use them for my vision board. So I'll include that and a number of other magazines that have just spoken to me over the years that might speak to you as well. Step number six is to pick up a few odds and ends that will make your vision board really sing. So for example, I like to grab labels that I can write my own little personal notes on. I'll get stickers that are just beautiful. So like hearts or stars or flowers. I love to use washi tape, which is just like a colorful tape. And I even use colored paper to add layers and texture to my vision board. And again, I'll include all of these in that supplies list over on my website. Step number seven is to purchase a picture frame that you're going to display your vision board in. And now I know I mentioned before that I like vision boards to be pretty large. So sometimes like 16 by 20 sized, I'll include a bunch in the supplies list for you that you can choose from with links to Amazon. So you could just order it and get it safely to your home. But I think it is so important that You craft this vision board. You're putting so much time and effort and energy and love and heart into this thing. And I want you to put it up somewhere special in a place of honor in your home and a place where you're going to see it every single day. That is the most important part. And think about when you buy like a piece of art or there's a picture that you want to frame. That's really special to you you put it in a frame and you hang it up somewhere that you're going to see it. And your vision board isn't any different. If anything, it's more important because it's your hopes and your dreams and how you're going to get there and the inspiration to do so. Don't just stick some tape on the back and, and stick it up on your wall somewhere. This is something special. This is you making a commitment to yourself. This is you prioritizing yourself. Maybe for the first time in a long time, this is you living by design. And so you need to frame this. This is artwork that you have created that is going to inspire you and motivate you. And so it deserves to be framed. Spend the extra $10 or $15 or when it's safe, go to a thrift store and buy a frame there. You can find awesome frames at a thrift store for super inexpensive. And I just want you to get a frame for it. If it doesn't even have glass on the front, that's fine. I just want it to be framed and hung on the wall as if it is art. I want it to be hung on the wall respectfully. And I want it to be hung on the wall in a place where you will see it every single day. All right. So here comes the fun part. Step number eight is to start assembling your vision board, but don't yet start gluing things down. I think there is something really important about getting everything organized. And as you create your vision board and you create these little sections, so maybe your friendships and your relationships go together and then your physical health and your heart well-being and your spiritual health and your mental health all go together. And then maybe there's another section for your career and your education. I want you to start creating these sections on your vision board where all of these go. And before you glue it down, just make sure that it's aesthetically pleasing. Make sure it's something that you want to look at time and time again and rearrange and rearrange until it gets to a point where you feel like it is good. But one note is don't go for perfection. Don't second guess yourself here. Let yourself, I always get Into a flow state when I am creating a vision board because it is a creative process and it is an artistic process and it is just something that gets me into that joyful flow state. So don't second guess yourself during this process, just start creating, start laying things out, and trust your intuition here. Step number nine is now that everything is assembled and you're happy with the layout and you've left white space for things to breathe. I want you to glue everything down and add your stickers and add your washi tape and write little notes. Sometimes I write little notes to myself on my vision board, short ones, just like a couple of words that are specific to a goal that are linked to a photo. So if I have a photo of like healthy food, of of vegetables and fruits and home-cooked meals, I'll put a little note if one of my goals is say, I cook dinner for my family at If one of my goals is we have a family dinner every single night together and I'll just write like family dinners underneath that picture to remind myself of like, what does that image mean to me? What is it that it signifies and it represents? So I like to have little stickers to do that or little labels. So this is your chance to really start to make your vision board sing and pull it all together. And step number 10, woo, is to do a little happy dance and to wait for your vision board to dry. And once it's dry, I want you to stick it in its frame and I want you to hang it up somewhere where you will see it. I want you to hang it up somewhere where you will look at it every single day and be inspired by it because this is your one-year goal for your life. This is aspirational and attainable and something that you are going to work towards. And on the days when you feel motivated, you're going to see it and you'll be like, heck yeah, that's what I'm working towards. And on the days when Eeyore is your spirit animal and you just feel a little sucky, you're going to see your vision board and say, hey, yeah, That's what I'm working towards and I might not feel like I'm in a place today to work towards that, but heck yeah, I am motivated by that and yeah, it makes me feel good to think about where I am headed today. Maybe today isn't the day to be taking these big steps, but I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and get back on it because your vision board, like I said before, it is your future self represented, reaching her hand back saying, come with me, friend, let's do this together. Did you know that I now offer a weekly newsletter? <laughs> it's true. All the love, encouragement, and joy from each new podcast episode gets delivered directly to you, including links to that week's full length and mini meditation episodes, resources mentioned during the podcast, and even some extra inspiration to boot. I'll drop a link below in the show notes, or you can pop over to missgatehouse.com newsletter to subscribe today. That's M S. K-A-T-E-H-O-U-S-E dot com slash newsletter. See you in your inbox. And if you enjoyed today's show, take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Podcast and let me know what you enjoyed most. And if you're inspired to take action, share with me what it is so I can personally cheer you on and celebrate your wins right alongside you. Thanks so much for joining me this week, friends. I hope learning about vision boards and how they can impact your own personal life was inspiring to you and encouraging and gets you to create one for your very own self. Please be sure to tune in next week's full length episode, where we're going to dive into what it means to have core values as a person and why I have found it valuable (laughs) to have them for both myself and my family. So until then, friends, spread some joy. Make someone smile. See you later, alligator. See you later, alligator. Have a wild dragon, are you? Sweet baby.